listening to a Shared in Life Radio podcast. Awesome possum. I feel as though I am the worst at starting podcast episodes. That's okay. That's okay. I feel weird. Um, I always love to listen to the episodes where I'm not on them because I hate listening to my own voice. Where you're not. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do because I like listening to all the hard work that you put in after and and all that. Like, I'll listen to them anyways, even when I'm in them. Um, But I always feel like starting and ending is, I mean, I'm pretty good at ending. I just scream, bye. Oh, yeah, the bye. Well, that's the most. It's the signature. It's the most abrasive branding we've decided to adopt. (laughs) And it's pretty, I feel like that's been the most consistent. I don't know who it's for. I think it's for us, probably, so that we can feel not beholden to have to have an outro. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty good fail-safe. Yeah. So if we just get quiet and go. It's a good kind of cop-out that we can just go by whenever we feel momentarily uncomfortable. I wonder if that would work in real life, if you're in a conversation you don't want to be in. and Not that this is a conversation I don't want to be in, but like if you're feeling like you want to exit and you're just like, Bye. If you were doing a stand-up hour <laughs> and then you did like a joke that didn't really land <laughs> and, you, and just, you just went, okay, bye. bye. And it's like, you still have 15 more minutes. Like You just hold the E on the bye for the 15. I don't think that works. You have a tight five and three of your tight five is... Okay, we're, we're, we're putting off the inevitable. We have to yeah. give a proper studio update. Hello. Hello. We're updating you. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Hey, y'all. Florence, y'all. <laughs> Florence, y'all. Um, so welcome back to another studio update. This is episode 22, I believe. 22. Uh, so we've we've been in here for... for years. For, for years. Kidding. No, no. Since February. Yeah, for, for a decently long time, we've been putting these out um, almost weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a very fun exercise. And we do have updates for you today. Yeah. Do you have them in front of you? Do I have them in front of me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, there's kind of a lot going on around the studio. We've got um, a lot of volunteers coming in for a lot of fun, different positions. So yes. hopefully by the time that wonderful, beautiful and not at all stressful fall semester rolls around, um, you know, we'll have a bunch of different live shows and podcasts, be it um, on the art side of things, business side of things, uh, even some wellness podcasts, hopefully um, to you know, center people as the new semester starts. Um, a fraud number is trying to call me in the middle of the show, which is lovely. Um, which means that my uh, my video did something weird. Okay. All right. We're Sounds okay. good. I believe we're okay. Okay. Um, it might have muted me for a few minutes, but we're all good. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, we've got some new volunteers uh, coming in. Uh, for some fun shows over the next few weeks. Uh, and so keep an eye out for those, especially as we head into the fall semester. We're also um, working on some pretty groovy um, short form Instagram, TikTok content. Um, I will still be coming out with the classic fun, silly, jokey ones, um, but also kind of showing off a little bit of of what we do here. Um whether it be, you know, sitting and, and having highlights from this wonderful show that we do each week. Yes, that's something that's going to be happening is some podcast highlights. Yeah, or uh, some more uh, informational content too, uh, hopefully, eventually. And that'll be a good time. And then my very fun update is that, um, not anymore by the time you're listening to this, um, but tomorrow's my birthday. 
Once again, Ooh. just like ripping the time frame continuum yeah. that holds together what what we call podcast time. Yeah. Podcast standard time. Um, podcast standard time. But uh, yeah, it's, it's birthday time. I'm a Leo, so I'm big on the birthday vibes. Um, that should be my catchphrase. Just I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. Yeah, you can probably put that on a resume. Probably. Interesting hobbies. I wonder if people do put their zodiac sign on their resume. Somebody has to. It's like probably someone that isn't working anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there's fair. also there's also some SSU events coming up. Heck right, yeah, there for are. August. Yeah, um, on August 10th, which would be tomorrow. Uh, there's the monocliff hike that's sold out, but it does have a new time. Um, so the, the bus that's heading to Monocliff Park leaves HMC at 9am uh, and there's only one bus. So make sure that you're there. Um, so if you got tickets to that, amazing. If you didn't, uh, catch it next time. Keep checking the SSU website for some fun events that are coming up. Um, on August 11th, so on Friday, uh, there is a perks fair at HMC. Uh, so that'll be in the C-Wing atrium of the HMC Student Center. Uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, you can talk to some people at Sheridan and learn how to save some money uh, with your, you know, Sheridan perks. There's a lot of perks that come with being a Sheridan student, uh, so you might as well learn them and take advantage of them. Uh, and then one that I have seen that I'm honestly very excited for, also at HMC, is uh, a Daisy Jam. Uh, it's $10 a ticket. It's for Sheridan students only. Um and that is from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., uh, also in the Student Center Seawing Atrium on the first floor. Uh, so they're hosting a Daisy Jam to end the summer term. Uh, and they say if you, you're looking for an excuse to party with your friends, um, have some drummers there and some Bollywood dancers, this is your sign. Um, I think I mentioned last week I recently went to like a three-day Indian wedding and um, I've learned all of the Daisy songs and, and all of the Daisy dance moves um, and feel very... Equipped. <laughs> I don't know. I feel very. Um, I, I I really enjoyed myself at the wedding, and okay. so and so, um, I'm looking for a little bit more of that. So I, you might you might see me there. Uh, August is a little bit of a busy time for me, but I do want to go in my heart. Yeah, I think a Daisy Jam is a fun opportunity to break out some dance moves. Oh yeah, I think so. Think so. Okay. Think so. Think so. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on who you are. Yeah. If you're like me and just terrible at dancing, like I felt, I felt like wonderfully, and I don't want to say horribly, like wonderfully embarrassed at, at, at the wedding in some capacities because it's like, I'm not a good dancer, period. Okay. Um, but then you add also to like this, like wonderful cultural element of like being exposed to, to something that's completely different yeah. than what I know. And so like just being in like a lovely and nurturing space where everybody's like, yeah, just try, try out, you know, this dance move or this yeah. combo and you just kind of follow along. And it was like, it was honestly amazing. I loved it. It's so. like a different context and setting too, where maybe doing the worm wouldn't be. Yeah, maybe not. I have a bunch of like playlists now though of like different like jam like jam yeah jams. Oh, Daisy okay. jam. Yeah. That's um awesome. it's been wonderful. Yeah. We also have a radio tip this week, uh, which Future John will be relaying Future to you. Future John. Future John, beep, thank you so beep, much. Beep, beep. Um yeah, so you can tune into that right now. Okay, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's radio tip where we are gonna be discussing loudness meters and also loudness 
targets for streaming platforms. So whenever we upload a video, a podcast, a piece of music, anything to an online platform, uh, we want to make sure that it is mixed properly, not just so that what we deliver sounds good, but also so it sounds good according to the demands of that platform. Uh, different platforms have different loudness targets in place, and while they will take whatever you upload, uh, they're generally going to normalize that by default so it plays according to their loudness targets. So if you upload a song to Spotify that you mixed way too loud or way too low, Spotify is going to normalize it uh, by default to be consistent with their loudness targets. So if we look online, uh, we can see that the loudness targets for almost every streaming platform are posted and updated for creators, artists, podcasters, and filmmakers to see. And from this chart that I found online, we can see that Spotify has an integrated loudness target of negative 14 luffs a peak of negative one decibel true peak, and a dynamic range that must be greater than nine. Uh, now this is handy information to know, but how can we control and measure how loud our content is? And what do peak, loudness, and dynamic range even mean? Well, if you're a Sheridan student in a media-oriented program, you likely have access to the Adobe Creative Cloud. And in Adobe Audition, there is a tool that we can use to measure just those things. Uh, using the effects rack, I can open a loudness meter, which is going to give me a great deal of information as soon as I begin playback. So after playing back my session for a little bit, I can see that we have a measurement for our short term, our integrated, our loudness range, and our true peak, all measured in LUFS. Now, depending on what digital audio workspace you're using and the loudness meter that you are using, uh, this might say LKFS. Um, LKFS and LUFS are the same thing. LUFS is a more recent measurement, I believe being standardized in 2011. Uh, so one unit of each of these is equal to one decibel. Uh, they're both just a standardized measurement of audio loudness. Uh, if you'd like to know what uh, this initialism and acronym stand for, uh, LKFS stands for loudness K-weighted relative to full scale, and LUFS is loudness units relative to full scale. It's just different names. And now that we know what LUFS is, it's time that we look at the three loudness targets from our chart. Uh, now, peak is the maximum loudness of your audio file. It can represent one key moment or several moments where the session that you've mixed reaches its maximum loudness. For Spotify, we can see that this is negative one decibel true peak, uh, which is one decibel before zero, which zero is where distortion and clipping commonly occur. Uh, the second loudness target is often regarded as the most important, and it is the integrated loudness of your audio. For Spotify, we can see that the target loudness is negative 14 luffs, which is fairly loud. And in order to achieve this loudness with a podcast or song, generally, we're going to need to compress and limit most of our audio so playback can achieve this loudness over its length without distorting. So the last loudness target is dynamic range, and it serves as a very important reminder not to overcompress our audio. Uh, you know, if you listen to a song, you don't want it to be the same volume the whole way through. We want to have some quiet moments, so that way those loud moments have an ability to make an impact and punch through, so that they feel like loud, important moments. And we can see that for Spotify, the dynamic range is listed at 9. Uh, which is nine decibels of difference, which is a pretty decent dynamic range. It is not as big of a dynamic range as film, um, but is still a range that we need to look at. So with these targets in mind, if we wanted to upload a podcast to Spotify, we know that the maximum loudness 
or peak of our audio should be negative one decibel true peak, which means for a brief moment, our audio should get pretty loud. We also know that the integrated loudness of our audio should be negative 14 luffs, which means odds are we'll need to use a bit of compression. However, we can also see that the dynamic range of our audio should exceed nine decibels of difference. So we shouldn't be over compressing the audio we're mixing. We wanna feel differences in volume during different moments during the song or podcast or whatever it is that we're uploading. Now, beyond the scope of this radio tip, I do want to identify that there are numerous ways to achieve the perfect mix for streaming platforms through automation, different plugins and gauge staging. And everyone you talk to who mixes audio is going to have a different opinion on how you achieve that. Uh, But obviously that's getting a bit into the weeds of mixing and mastering. So instead, I'll end this radio tip here and just remind you that there are loudness targets for streaming platforms. Uh, The information of what those targets are is available online. And that in most digital audio workspaces, there is a loudness meter plugin or tool for you to use in order to measure these targets and make sure that you're hitting them. One last thing I'll mention is that there is a loudness meter that you can download online uh, that I've seen used pretty much universally. It is called the Ulean Loudness Meter. There is a premium version that you can purchase, but you do not have to spend a single dime in order to see the loudness targets that are often demanded by most streaming platforms. So if you're using something like Pro Tools, which I don't believe has an integrated loudness meter, you can always download the Ulean Loudness Meter and use that within your session. And that concludes our radio tip on the use of loudness meters and, of course, making sure you're matching the loudness targets of streaming platforms. And back to Mackenzie and present John. Okay, thank you, future John. That was very helpful. Thanks, John. Strongly appreciate it. And we are now into our regular (laughs) talky talk (laughs) session part. Uh, And we have a slight... We've We've been changing up some formats we have been and this is kind of a i guess a birthday celebration but more <laughs> uh deep fried than usual a little deep fried yeah so we have some uh, effects that we'll be playing uh throughout our conversation mm-hmm. and i think it'd be appropriate that while we have these fun <laughs> effects playing in the background to keep us on our toes uh we can take this opportunity to provide a bit of a review of uh barbenheimer yeah which believe it or not are actually two separate films one being Barbie, the other being uh, uh, Open Gundam, no, Open uh, Op- Oppenheimer. Yeah, uh, Open. which are <laughs> two movies that people have really clung to and insisted that they are part of the same universe, which is true, mm-hmm. but perhaps not the same viewing experience. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go switch on those effects. Thank you. This kind of ties into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately harassed, but. <laughs> Okay, Okay. so I saw Barbie and Oppenheimer over the weekend in theaters. Okay, (laughs) I uh, I have I'll make a confession. I've only seen Barbie. Okay, um, which is maybe maybe not the way to go, Um, but it's kind of like I said a little earlier um, in in our around the office convo is um, (laughs) I I can't. <laughs> sit down for <laughs> I can't sit down for three hours. Okay. Yeah, so so it's it's a long movie. Yeah. Barbie? 
Barbie was, I think it was coasting in at just under two hours. Okay. Um, and and even then, so I've seen it twice now, and I'm I'm hoping to go for a third time, mm-hmm. um, because like it was just something so special. Uh, <laughs> I was um, hoping for and expecting, you know, this this very silly, um, uh, wonderful, playful experience, and I got that, but I also got so much more yeah. out of it. It's um. Yeah, so, so like when I saw the Barbie stuff, I was thinking like, I wonder if it's going to be like really existential and stuff like that, which it was, it was, it did have questions like that, but that's not, that's not the conversation it was going to have. It was yeah. going to very much so be a conversation about men and women <clears throat> and like not only their place in society, but also the relationship that we've created and what that relationship can kind of be, Yeah, um, which I think is really, really cool. It's 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 very nuanced, which I know is kind of like a weird buzzword people use yeah. to say no, like, oh, it's, it's cool. But no, yeah. it is it was a cool approach to something that is like a, a, a children's like yeah, product. Toy. Yeah. Which I will also say this probably isn't a movie for for, for young boys and girls, maybe. See, I just don't think they'll get a lot of the jokes. I, I think that's true. Like I I I am also kind of of the belief of like I feel like it could very easily be an all ages movie. Like I walked away being like I would show this to my teenage self. Yeah. I would show this to yeah. <laughs> to my like you know six or seven year old self, and there would be a lot of things where I'm like, oh yeah, this flies completely over the head. Like yeah. especially without spoiling anything, the very end scene of the movie. Like I wouldn't understand that as a young kid, um, but definitely. What sound effect is that? <laughs> but definitely. Um, oh, that was a. Uh, that that was the that's like the juice from. Um, uh, Fortnite. Oh, what is that right, called? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the juice is called. Okay, I don't know. What um, it's um, but uh, yeah, like it. It was very um, just interesting, like Bruh. to me how easily translatable it was and and it's you know a lot of people were like oh this is like an intro to feminism style movie and I was like yeah I mean when when they're in production and you have to pitch it as like who's your target audience if you're looking at the target audience obviously before this (laughs) this wonderful amazing marketing and media frenzy that they've built for themselves um you know it's (laughs) Well, I'd say probably the the marketing in terms of their audience, it's it's broadly it, women from like thirteen all the way up. Yeah, to like, like it, it broadened it. But when you look at when they were pitching it, probably when you're pitching a Barbie movie, you're pitching it for you Kids. know, yeah, like younger, maybe yeah. like teen ish or like just mm. transitioning from like a preteen kind of a a PG thirteen yeah. ish vibe, right? Um, and, and I think their marketing team opened them up to that. But when people say, oh, like I have a problem because it's so intro to feminism-y. Well, yeah, because you yeah, like, not. how do you introduce <laughs> what would otherwise be a younger audience to feminism, right? And I, I, and not even feminism. I, sorry to keep like, I don't want to trample over what you're saying. It's, it's <laughs> a, I, I do think that um, like <clears throat> there's there's stuff that kids won't get when they watch this, but uh, there are still jokes that are delivered that kids will definitely get. Yeah. Like, um, like the beach off. Yeah. Where yeah, the yeah, guys yeah. talk about how <laughs> they will excel at beaching compared Each to the other person. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do think that kids might get that. 
and then some of the other more heady stuff they might not get as much yeah um which is just how it is yeah um i really do I really do like that the movie decided to go bold with with its messaging, and I yeah. don't. I we kind of talked about this a little yeah. already. Uh, it doesn't have a solution, but I don't think any movie should be held responsible to have a solution for society's woes. Yeah, I think it's just nice that it asks the question. It has some symbolism, which once again is just pointing towards meaning, and we kind of have to figure out where that is. Well, and I think in the same way that they kind of hit home on like. You know, Barbie can be anything, but she doesn't have to be. It's yeah. the same kind of solution that it gives to the audience in the sense of, yeah, the ending is is anything, yeah, but it doesn't have to be something. Like it's, 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 it's like there's a quality to Barbie yeah. where like obviously there's different varieties of Barbie, but then with the costumes, it'll be like skiing Barbie. This is the yeah. German Alpine Barbie. Yeah. And like, where it's like she's she's an everyman, she's everything, but it's like like she's everything but also kind of nothing. Yeah. Where she's just kind of like the smiling figure that people can put themselves onto. Yeah. He's just Ken. And then he's just Ken, which Ken is truly kind of um truly is like absence. It is like yeah. there's no there is no self that is there. Well, and the interesting messaging that I found too is somebody I think actually on TikTok pointed this out was that in Barbie Land, the Kens weren't hurting they were being ignored which isn't necessarily correct but yeah. they they weren't uh, <laughs> I'm trying to really power through these sound effects I don't know how I'm dealing with it <laughs> it's like <laughs> um, um, it's like uh, you know there's they weren't hurting like they weren't being treated fairly necessarily but no. they didn't they weren't in the Barbies weren't infringing on the Ken's space Right. Whereas when they turned it into the Kendom, yeah. Kendom land, if you will, um, you know, they turned around and they, they reclaimed and took over what was all of Barbie's sacred space and infiltrated, you know, their mm -hmm. their way of, of being. Yeah, I, I think with the Kens, too, when the Kens start off like they're. I wouldn't say kept. I think they just kind of are dumb yeah. and occupied by immediate distractions. And and they compete with each other a lot. And there's a lot of competition for... Unless you're Alan. For gratification that doesn't really arrive. It's just always slightly out of reach. Yeah. Whether it's like, I want to be with Barbie. And so then they all... they are Yeah, they're all in this collective arms race to yeah. be as beautiful and... Yeah. Uh, what's the term for... Uh, for a, for a guy that's like attractive but kind of dumb, a himbo, a himbo, <laughs> where they they all have that quality to yeah. them, um, which is you know it's very fun and admirable. But yeah, yeah. but then you kind of remember like these are people, and they only kind of like the only reason that they realize oh there's a better way or at least there's a more there's a way where we can get what we want now yeah. is, is what that's that happens when they visit the real world, which I think. It's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. time with the effects. <laughs> just um, a little. Bit. <laughs> just a <laughs> but no, I, 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 I really, I really did like this movie and what it was going for. Like, uh, and like, there, there's no part of me that talks about this chug jug. That's what it's called. The <laughs> sound effect. Um, there's no part of me that's like condescending, where I'm like, oh, that's really nice that this movie did all these things. But then. Like, I, but then I like don't like yeah. it because I don't agree with it. I'm I'm not plugged into culture war. 
Yeah. It's it's a waste of time. It's I'm not, it's a movie. Take it for what it is. And I, it quickly rose to be one, like one of my all-time favorites, I think. Yeah. And which is hard to do especially like I was going in with a lot of expectations on it because I'm very much like in my personal life like even before now very much a Barbie core person Barbie core <laughs> um That's no like, like for real I am I'm obviously because it's my my birthday soon like I'm throwing uh, a little bit of like a, a family party <laughs> yeah and um like I rated party city basically of any Barbie um products that That's they the had um and rethinking I should have brought in I have a sash now that says Barbie on one side when you flip it over it says Ken on the other yes um so maybe sick. I'll have to bring that in for like next week's app or something and mm -hmm. just sit in it and, and smile um but yeah like it's a it was a great time yeah. did you uh do you want a um Mojo Dojo Casa House Mojo oh so there's so much instantly quotable stuff in this movie. Oh, totally. Uh, I want to dig into some of the other stuff that's valuable about the movie because I know a lot of people take issue with, or a lot of people take issue with the messaging mm. and like throw like, a, oh, it's a one star because I don't it's agree feminism with the person. And, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, even if you don't like the movie in terms of like, messaging it's messaging or propaganda all movies are propaganda by the way i don't know if like, you're not immune from propaganda says garfield it says garfield exactly but like in turn like the set design is brilliant gorgeous i love the the plastic beach and the plastic yeah. ocean is so cool to me the pool that is just like a sticker on the ground barbie land which is basically hollywood beverly hills and santa monica Pier. yeah like that's that world is it's not only is it realized perfectly, yeah. it's understandable. And there's so many, like the attention to detail in mm -hmm. the film is really like insane. And like the, the Barbie's houses having yeah. no walls because yeah. when you're a little girl playing you have with, one. you just take it and you put it on the next level. Yeah. Did you ever play with Barbies with your sister? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it was action figures, but they didn't have guns on them. Yeah. That's, that's basically, basically it. Yeah. yeah. If you do fashion show, like it's, it's, it's a good time. And like some of the Barbies are more opposable than some of the action yeah. figures that that I had. That's so. true. So it's like, okay, well, I want this character to do like a backflip, but I can't get him to do the splits midair. Yeah. Barbie, I can do that all day. But no, yeah, my uh, and I, I grew up watching some of the Barbie movies. Oh, excellent. Those are, those are good scripts too. They are pretty good. I think there's a lot of like surprising people that are in it. Like um, Catherine O'Hara is in... One of the Barbie movies is a villain. Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses. I could be wrong. My favorite was always uh, Princess and the Pauper. That's a great one. A I was one. partial to 12 Dancing Princesses. I was also partial to Island Princess and Fairytopia. Mm -hmm. um, Bibble <laughs> from Fairytopia. I remember feeling like uh, when Frozen came out, I remember being like, the Barbie movies are better than this. And they came yeah. out years ago. I remember, like, I, I was, I was like, uh, I almost felt like the old generation defending the old movies against the new movie, like, because it's like yeah. kind of a revitalized princess movie. Yeah. Uh, where it's a bit, of, a bit of the messaging is like, you know, kind of like the, it's, it's really about the princess in, yeah. involved in this. Whereas, yeah. like, there are, there are men in the movie, but. It's like the focus is that on Barbie. So that's why my connection was to Barbie. So when before, when Frozen came out, I was like, oh man, yeah, Princess and the Pauper is way better. That's than this. true. I remember I think Frozen came out and I like I cried through it because um, the like the sisterly love was very important to me yeah. at that time. I think I was 
I uh, was still pretty young. Like, I think I was just outside of maybe what the target demographic was mm -hmm. age-wise for it. Um, and uh, which doesn't feel true to me. Like, it still feels like a movie that came out maybe like five years ago. And it's definitely been way over a decade. Um, it's been, yeah, crazy long time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even Frozen super old at this point. Yeah, I know. The, the, but the new Frozen came out during the pandemic. Right. Forgot about One that. One of the craziest things I've ever learned, the woman who has written and directed the Frozen movie, or I think maybe just directed, her, um, she is married to the man who plays Doc Ock in Spider-Man, Alfred Molina. Oh, okay. It's fun. That's kind of cool. It's like it's an unexpected celebrity Hollywood couple and he's a very skilled actor he is an incredibly skilled actor i could go off yeah about alfred molina but <laughs> uh, yeah he's he's absolutely phenomenal it's fantastic uh, like one of my dream dream interviews to obtain would be alfred molina yeah i have sent emails i'm pretty sure to his team in the past being like hey <laughs> like, no, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a journalism student. He's Can great. I like? <laughs> it's good practice for me. I would really love it. But uh, I, I guess circling back to to Barbie, um, uh, it's 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 a really great movie. I re <laughs> it, it's really fun. I I I yeah. I'm not like. I, it's a movie where I am I am going to watch it again. Yeah. There, there's like. Uh, there's there's certain beats in the story I want to see again. There's definitely set design I want to oh, yeah. dig into again. I might even like stop and start the movie just to stare at some of the sets. They're just brilliant. they have a lot of odes to the old Barbie movies in the background. Like yeah. they have an ode to Fairytopia, I think at least. And mm -hmm. there's even like when she's driving past the movie theater, there's like a Wizard of Oz. Hey. Um, you can see like a yellow brick road and like a Wizard of Oz poster. Yeah, and I just think like like. The whole art team and also like Greta Gerwig as a director, like just completely like every detail to a T. There's, There's like so a many, director's like, note yeah. in the movie. That's mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> note if to the want, filmmakers. Note to the filmmaker. If Margot you want to get this, Robbie. If you want to get this point yeah. across, Margot Robbie is not the right person to cast. <laughs> just brilliant. Yeah. Um Ah, so so funny. Seeking every opportunity for yeah, seeking every opportunity for humor. And that's it too. Like there are a lot of really heartfelt moments in that film that really, really spoke to me. And like, again, like yeah. I cried through it and I really wasn't expecting to, but they never, they did an incredible job at making sure that it, it almost feels like watching it is, is part of a, like a very inherently um, for me personally, like feminine experience of how fast it can go from, this is so meaningful and like, devastating and this realization that I'm having to immediately like, you know, I'm laughing. Yeah. There's so many times where like with a friend, we're having this very serious heart to heart about something that's going on in my life or their life. And one of us cracks a joke like yeah. mid sobbing. And then we're both like, you know, yeah. laughing hysterically. And, and that just feels so intrinsically like part of my human experience that I really just enjoyed that it, with every heartfelt touching moment, opportunity and space that they held for you to, be emotional. Mm -hmm. They, <laughs> newt, newt. they turned around and they they also gave you the space and the the comfort to be able to laugh. Yeah, so it's it's really cool that you open that up as like 
um, that this is like a feminine experience. Mm-hmm. Like talking about that because there are there are moments where I like my my friend group is like this this big gang of guys mm-hmm. that we all hang out with. We all go portaging. We 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 hang out together. We do barbecues and stuff like that. We we try to do everything together in this big group. And it, it is cool where like when you're like down to one or two friends when you're hanging out, there are moments where like you break down and you talk about something emotional that's something on your mind and, and you get this opportunity to really open up and feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then someone cracks a joke and then it's you, you go from like really digging into what what actually matters right yeah. now. And then immediately flipping on to like that's the funniest thing that anyone's told yeah. me in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so like that 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 is an inherently human experience and that for a movie about yeah dolls it, and being it's, human and it's, it's just shockingly human so many of the exchanges like when yeah. margot robbie turns to the woman next to her and goes like you're beautiful yeah that beautiful is not like you're pretty it's not yeah. like you're it's it's she's seeing something there's something so much deeper that she's seeing in that woman and that woman goes i, I know, know it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and I even loved when she's she's sitting in this park and she's like cried for the first time, yeah. basically, and she's like looking around and you know there's children playing and laughing and then there's a couple like in the middle of a breakup what it seems like and like somebody holding onto a friend and <laughs> somebody holding onto a friend and and crying. Yeah, we've been doing really well, but every once in a while one of these yeah. sound effects gets us, um, and. I haven't heard the all oh, that much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and and I just think like her experiencing what it's like to be human. And also I had somebody point out to me the thing that she's worried about, obviously, <laughs> is, is like cellulite becoming older, becoming weirder looking, which yeah. I think is also a very human thing. Um, we're all for some reason very attached to how we we look and how we present ourselves. And I'd say even us, you know, coming in to, <laughs> to, to work on Tuesdays to record the podcast, especially now that there's a video element. Yeah. You know, we all come and we're like, oh, I feel like I don't look good. I'm tired. Like, and we're editing the videos and we're like, oh, like, okay, this is just how I look this week and whatever. Um, but she sees that woman who is all of the things that she yeah. is fearful of <laughs> and why she's... <laughs> And why she's coming into this, you know, into human land, basically, into the human world. And she's not fearful of it when she sees it. No. She's like, that's beautiful. Look at this woman who is, you know. Yeah. How many, I guess there would be no old people in Barbie land. Yeah. Because there's no, they don't make like granny Barbie. aging, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't pick up on that, yeah. That, this is this is something that my friends go like shut up you're lying but yeah. there's a part of me that is somewhat excited to uh, adopt male pattern baldness where like <laughs> it's like to get it's very specific look but where like the front starts to go away yeah. and it's just the sides and like that that there's there's something that's like undeniably human about that yeah. it's 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 a sign of aging, but it's also a reminder of like death. It's like I'm not young anymore. Yeah, I can't walk around acting like I'm 20 all the time yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's done. It's your body sending you a signal going. You're done. Hey man, you're in a new you're in a new phase of life right now. <laughs> which is what was that? Which is a which which is like a strong wake up call, and I feel like really pushes you into like the, that next. Like that evening of your life, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
which that's that's something that like I, I get that I look young um, and it's something where I'm like, I hope one day that I don't look young. Yeah. I kind of look forward to one day I can look myself and do feel like I've grown and obviously I'll be probably closer to the end. But like, yeah. there's something kind of cool about knowing how far you've come. I agree with that. Like okay. I'm speaking of birthdays, like I, I have my own personal birthday traditions as <laughs> I watch, uh, every night, like going over, uh, from like 11 PM tonight, basically to what will be tomorrow, yeah. uh, in real time, not podcast time. I, uh, um, I watch my favorite movie of all time. It's an awful movie. It's terrible. Um, it's called Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, uh, and I watch that to kick off my birthday, but then I also, I usually cry every year on my birthday because I have this great moment of reflection where I look back at these photos um, and I really like to hold space for the what are, what are the past versions of myself, but also what will be the future versions of myself looking back on where I am now and to kind of hold all three of those people together for a moment um, and usually I'll use my birthday and then occasionally like the December holidays as kind of those, those pillars, those markers for, mm. oh, well this time last year, you know, this happened or I was going through this or something like that. And I've, I've really always enjoyed that. There are a lot of people who are like, well, why do you make yourself sad? Like around those times. And I'm like, yeah. I don't under, I don't know that it is being sad so much as it is acknowledging the growth that has been and then the growth that will come. I love that we're having this like amazingly deep, wonderful conversation (laughs) and it's (laughs) just the backdrop of like, (laughs) I I have, I have the same reflections too at birthdays, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's always, um, I like looking back at the previous year and going like, I was so stupid. I had no (laughs) idea what I was doing. Yeah. And with each year, it's like I feel a little more certain, a little more humble. And I know that I have a deeper love for my friends and family with each year where I I find my thoughts drifting towards them more often than stuff that is honestly, they're just distractions. All these other things where it's like, like whether it's stuff like, yeah, like, like if it's, if it's like politics or, or if it's, mm-hmm. if it's like this new, this new thing I really want to buy, that's going to yeah. somehow fix my life that like, no, it's, it's none of these outside things. It's just me. Yeah. It's just me and these people I love. And I, I want to hold these people as close to me as possible. Yeah. These, 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 these are the things that matter. Okay. The new, not to, not to th- like throw anything in the mud, but like the, the new galaxy phone or something like that. Yeah. It's it's just a tool that's yeah. meant to make life easier, but I can make my life easier on my own. Like, yeah, like this, like whatever it is. Like when it comes to my birthday, I'm just like, I I'm so glad how far I've come over one year, even if it's just internal work. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I I agree with that. Like yeah. for me, um, I'm a big lover of absolutely any and every reason to celebrate. Jug, jug. <laughs> um, should be celebrated and I'm going a little like I'm going a little hard with my my party for this year in terms of like I'm decorating a lot more than I would and and I'm putting a lot more effort into like okay what would people want to eat and do and and all this stuff um, but that's because you know the past 
few years with the pandemic, I think really oh. like hit home on the, you know, yeah. you got everything robbed. is so fragile. Mm-hmm. And if you can just like take every excuse to celebrate, and remember, like the wedding I went to was like so joyous for me mm-hmm. because it was just like, yes, like, okay, there's a bunch of people here and we're all just celebrating two people and their love and our love for their love. And that's just like amazing. Like that's yeah. so wonderful that we get to do that. Like birthdays, I make sure like, if it's somebody I know's birthday and I know that it's going on, like even if it's something as simple as, you know, I haven't seen you in a while and here's a text message, right? It's like yeah. people should be celebrated and feel it and and know it. Um, I, I'm the king of voicemail uh, birthday wishes. Oh, really? Like you click on your voicemail, the day of your birthday, it's happy birthday <laughs> to you. It's just as loud as, as loud. possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, as loud as I can get yeah. into your voicemail. Yeah. All my friends get that. Oh, that's amazing. I uh I'm a you wake up, it's like midnight. I'm a I'm a I'm a midnight birthday person. Like it is stealth. If I know, like that's if it's kinda spooky. Like my best friends <laughs> of, you know, thirteen plus years. It's like the message has been drafted at eleven fifty. I'm waiting. I am watching for the time to tick over and then I'm like Boom. And then I always have, I, ho- I host like a competition on my own. Nobody kn- in my life knows about this. And it's setting myself up for failure basically every time. Because what I do is I sit uh, while I'm watching my, my movie and my tradition yeah. from 11 p.m. over to like usually it's like 1 a.m. Um, and I wait and I see who the first person <laughs> to text me is going to be. <laughs> and I'm who like, is my who's gonna best be the friend first, this year? Yeah, who's going to be the first to text me or post on like my Facebook wall, which I hate, by the way. Like yeah. when people post on my Facebook wall, I'm like, just like you're one step away from sending me just like a private message. Just shoot me. Just, yeah. Just you just shoot, shoot me a shoot me Facebook text. messenger is the thing now. Just kind of be like, yeah. hey, I saw it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. But then it's like, I'm going to post it on your wall so that everybody knows how much I love you. I'm like, oh, we don't need to do that. We just, I know. I think it's kind of cool because you can respond a little more. Yeah. Like one-on-one to some of this stuff. That's kind of what I, and like be able to catch up with somebody like, yeah. and, and this is like, this is no shade. Like if people want to post on my Facebook wall, that's, I'm appreciative of that for sure. But if you do post my Facebook wall, you're dead to me. <laughs> no, but okay. yeah, basically. But, um, I just, uh, I just enjoy more like, a a text or like a call or a conversation. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I'm also just a lover of like deep convos. Like I'm the person at the party who's like walking around being like, who? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, you're at like the party. who can the victim be that I sit down and I'm like, what's your life about? Like, you what do you existence? do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wonder what stars taste like? And then they're just like, okay. Okay. Awesome. This girl's crazy. You know, go play ping pong downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, I love it. I really love getting to, to sit and like talk to people. And I think that's what ultimately like ended me up being, and yeah, had got me here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I hate that that bro sound effect played after I screwed up my words so hard. I know. Yeah. I think at parties I'm more of like a, I think my expertise is more of like a random idea generator. Mm. I, my, my brain is, I feel like quite random. It's always thinking of things. I have like a whole whiteboard at home of ideas of podcasts and like even just audio snippets that I think are funny jokes. Yeah. I have like folders in my phone where it's just, I, I call them uh, pick-me-ups. Yeah. And, and it's just little ideas where 
It's a joke that I came up with, and I, whenever I think of it, I cannot help but laugh. First of all, I want to see this list. Um, but second okay. of all, if we're talking about alternative formats and how we're getting a little funky over the next few weeks with, you know, oh yeah, shaking this up so that we don't get um, sleepy, because uh, we're always very sleepy on Tuesdays. Yes. Um, you know, I have a similar thing. I call it my happy list, and it's yeah. every like. Um, every minor like small interaction I've seen out in the world that like restores my faith in humanity in mm -hmm. some way. Like I think one of them was, um, there was like a shuttle bus or a bus somewhere that I was on and this woman looked very uneasy and um, like she wanted to keep getting up or sitting down and I was like, oh, maybe I should tell her like what the stops are. But then I guess in turn, I was also looking uneasy and trying to figure out what my stops were. So as I got up to go like speak to her, she was like, mm -hmm. oh, your stop is here. Because she heard me talking to the bus driver asking like prior to. And so we were trying to help each other, but both like too nervous to want to do so. Yeah. Or like I think one time I was in like a... Starbucks and there was a bunch of kids sitting down playing like chess and like getting super hyped over it instead of like be all being glued to their phones and like staring at them and yeah. just not interacting. They were having this very like wholesome hamburger, hamburger. Um, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, interaction. Um, and I just love stuff like that. Like I'm really yeah. into it, but I definitely get that vibe. I have lists like that where it's like stupid jokes or like things that I only remember from like my high school history class, like yeah. <laughs> that just make no sense to anybody. But when I see them, I absolutely like break out laughing. Just, and yeah. The, they're just like ideas that are so, and I know they're not funny. It's not, it's only funny. Like they're pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Like the, the <laughs> stuff I have jotted on my phone is like, it's so funny to me, but it has to be personal to me because if I share it to somebody and it's not funny, I might judge it. And I yeah. don't want it to be judged. I just want to have it be my little thing that makes me very happy. Yeah. No, I feel that. I have going through my like, yeah, memos on my phone is like a, a nightmare. Do you, this is a random question. Yeah. Do you talk to strangers in public? Do you try talking to people? Yeah. I've been trying to do that the last month and it is shocking seeing what people are like oh i'm dying to talk to somebody yeah and then other people who absolutely want nothing to, to my stepdad is the king of of he wants to talk to everybody yeah he is uh soon ish to be 80 um mm -hmm. and if you give him the chance he will speak and run with it um That's so cool but i find i find in some cases i'm almost more comfortable talking to strangers than people i know <laughs> Yeah, sometimes because um, there's nothing, there's no baseline for them to compare to. There, and there's nothing, uh, there's really nothing to lose, like because it's not like I'm going up to somebody and saying something, you know, <laughs> something like in incredibly rude. It's it's either yeah. you know um, a curiosity or just like a friendliness, or I see, and usually you know you get like maybe you've experienced this in your like last month of wanting to to speak to yeah. people, but there's usually a vibe that you feel where you're like, oh, this person's like itching. Yeah, like they're <laughs> this guy's got something on his mind. Yeah, I want to know what's up. It's cool too, because it, when it's strangers, you can be anybody. You can oh, yeah. talk to anybody on any level. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It is. It's uh, it's amazing. Like I've made up like alter egos to go to like bars and things. Like, because it's just fun, right? It's like, this is, usually it's within... <laughs> 
It's the sound Everything is layering at once. Yeah. Usually it's within like groups of people where we all come up with kind of like these long convoluted backstories of how we all know each other and who's who and like why somebody has an Australian accent. That might be cruel. That might be too much. Well, it's not like, you know, it's not like I get super invested in, in okay. whoever I'm talking to. It's usually just like, oh, what's your name? And it's like, oh, like I'm Kara. No. And it's like, well, what do you do? It's like, oh, you know, like I um You're not walking up to I'm people. a secretary. Like you know, like my name's Pizzazz and I'm a dolphin trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the next one. Pizzazz the Pizzazz dolphin trainer. the dolphin trainer. But it's just it's more like it's more like on days um where it's like, you know, if we're going up but we're feeling kind of drained or something. <laughs> um, I really like that Yoda one. But it's just, you know, a fun little way to spice things up. But more often than not, like I've found some of my like favorite people and what I love about social media now is how like people that I've met like one-off times mm -hmm. um, I get to keep up with their lives and they get to keep up with mine via social media yeah. and actually um, uh, I think I might have touched on this before but I'll touch on it again kind of briefly um, a very talented musician named uh, Gabriel Kahane he uh, just shortly after the 2016 uh, American election um, booked a train ticket across the entire United States, left his phone, anything that connected to internet at home. That's very cool. Um, and just sat down and spoke to people in like the dining cars and wherever yeah. and heard their stories and heard their opinions on how they felt, you know, things were going. And, and he was like, it's really hard, you know, to not let your own biases get in the way of these conversations um, yeah. where everybody has such different opinions, especially as you travel, you know, further away from the states that you're comfortable in. Because um, he at the time was living in, in New York. So he started out uh, in New York. And uh, it's just he, he ended up creating this beautiful album called Book of Travelers. Um, okay. And it's kind of all of these stories of people he's met on this train trip pieced together um, and it's uh, absolutely phenomenal um, as a concept and then in its final form of, of being this album. Yeah. Um, just so absolutely brilliant. And I, I always piece that as like part of the reason I went on this great grand um, train trip last year when I could have very easily taken a plane. Uh, it's probably cheaper too. Yeah. Uh, it was around the same price, but also this time last okay. year was the time when uh, a lot of like flights were just getting randomly... <laughs> just randomly canceled for, for like there's yeah. no reason behind it and they weren't really providing answers or compensation. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what, this is kind of a more surefire way to end up where I want to be when I want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is that a vector from it the thing? It is vector going, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> TF2. Uh. Um, but it was lovely and as often as I could, as often as I had the opportunity, I would go and I would sit in the dining car and I would just kind of, mm -hmm. if, you know, if it was a family and they looked like they didn't really want to be bothered, like I have pages in my notebooks just filled with like observations of like, <laughs> of like, you know, this is kind of what they're talking about and this is, you know, what they look like and this is kind of the life that I could imagine for them of like where they're what stop they got on what stop they might get off why they're here why they're traveling on a train like yeah. things like that or people in like the sleeper cars across from me I'd be like oh okay maybe this person does this and I would kind of invent these lives for people 
Um, yeah. And then there were some people that I did get to talk to and they're quite like cool and, and interesting. And, and I really enjoyed those conversations. But I think all in all, it was just like a really cool way to see some of <laughs> to see some of <laughs> America and like, oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I it is interesting, like what a what a different animal human beings become like when we're when we're not sedated. Yeah. Like. I think that any, like me in any other instance would have like brought my phone or switch or something like that or just something to occupy me. Whereas like if you are left without any kind of entertainment, like absolutely no stimulation whatsoever, it's like, well, I'll go to the dining car to eat. And then you're at the dining car. It's like, okay, well, I'm eating, but I just can't do this all day. I'll go, I'll talk to somebody. I have to talk to someone. I need some kind of stimulation. And what, you know, what is more fascinating than other people? Yeah. Which, you know, those those social interactions are so valuable. It is. Like, and I find the more, like, like, the more that I'm away from phones and things like that, as much as I am really grateful for all of this, yeah. you know, technology that exists, like, the more time I've had away from what I'll refer to as, like, the digital goo of it all. The digital goo, yeah. It is um, kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I love oh no it's really getting to me like I really love and I and I really think like and I've had this conversation with a lot of people before but like (laughs) firing all cylinders what drew me to acting was storytelling and then what drew me um, away from acting (laughs) and into journalism (laughs) is storytelling is getting to meet people and hear their stories and hear what they do and why and how they operate and how they view the world and what their favorite breakfast food is, mm-hmm. is, <laughs> is, is so wonderful. Yeah. Like, and there's such a surface level that comes with social media where the things I post on social media, they're me, but it is very much a curated thought out, version of me because not only am I aware that that's how my friends and family and extended (laughs) my friends and family and extended family are are seeing me but I'm also aware that that lives out there (laughs) for anyone to see right yeah and so I think of okay future employers future people that are coming into my life and how they're going to view you know this persona um and it's kind of like a business card in a way right of like yeah yeah here's the here's the 30 second trailer and get to know the rest of me through conversation but a lot of times unfortunately that conversation and the full movie viewing quote unquote um (laughs) doesn't really get to happen anymore no people are people definitely want everything right now encapsulate it for me please oh yeah can can you fit your life to tiktok if not it's not worth yeah it's not interesting (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that is i think that's a minecraft villager noise okay I, i mean it's even like you think of um when i uh, obviously we said at the beginning of this that we're making more short form video content, which means I've, I've already been working on that. Yeah. And when you look at, you know, the conversations we have on the podcast versus what I am editing, I'm cutting out at least 
you know, a, a third to half of what the conversation is for the sake of TikTok and Instagram and, and viewer engagement when yeah. the reality is like a lot of the conversation, even if it's a short snippet, is is interesting conversationally. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have to kind of force it to this format that's kind of not human. Yeah. Like it, it, it like it like titillates a very specific like region of the brain that there's no way that it, 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 it like, it like, I don't know. It affects some like kind of like receiver in our brain that, you know, like yeah. we, we experience like TikTok very strongly where it's like this addictive quality, like yeah. almost like nicotine, but then there, there's, yeah, it's like, there's, there's no way that this is like a whole experience, like right. compared to a movie, which can impact you very emotionally. Yeah. Whereas TikTok is like, it's kind of a way to basically like delete three hours from your life. Yeah. From scrolling. Yeah. It's, it's a time passer. Yeah. It's in a, in a kind of a very specific, but effective way. Yeah. Compared to just, I, I think, I think, I think that's also why people are kind of like reaching out to more long format, uh, experiences, whether it's yeah. like watching long old movies or, or like video essays, video essays, podcasts, all yeah. this stuff is just cause <laughs> you like it, you kind of, you kind of get everything in the kitchen sink. It's, yeah. You get everything in the mix. Well, I would even say, I feel like this podcast specifically is the equivalent of the podcasts that have, <laughs> that have, um, subway surfers playing underneath it. Yeah, this is definitely it's, one of those. It's like and to keep you engaged to hear the sound effects that are Well yeah, we'll we'll we're gonna we're gonna have like the typical long format experience, but we also have this yeah, we have this attention grabby. Yeah, we have that frequency that is playing that keeps that like very like addicting part of your brain stimulated. Yeah. So that way you kinda like hold you captive that way. Like what sound effect is gonna play next and will they cave? <laughs> uh, I have no idea if this is a good idea or not. I'm sure future John will be able to comment on that. What is happening right now? Okay. <laughs> well, I think we'll pick this up. I think we've traditionally, or like, uh, yeah, in classic John and Mackenzie fashion, <laughs> and we've gone completely off the rails because we've been left alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see you next time on the podcast we'll where we'll be week. mixing it up again we've got some fun new formats coming in hot so <laughs> all right bye bye <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Sheridan Life Radio podcast a special thanks to the Sheridan Life Radio team. <laughs>